Fight Recovery First Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Todd. Uh, we've had some uh, really, really good shows. We've got some, we've got one. I'm going to actually talk to a fella who has uh, been through the whole patient brokering gamut. Uh, I won't say his last name, but Brian's going to spend some time with us. Uh, share his experience on uh, what it was like being plucked in with an 800 number sent to Florida, uh, everything that he went through. That should be interesting. We hope to get that in soon. Obviously, we're dealing with Thanksgiving. The Recovery First podcast is a podcast that helps highlight local initiatives in Greenville, South Carolina, and as well as on a national stage in the recovery communities. Here you will hear a wider range of topics surrounding addiction, recovery, and amazing advocates helping to make a difference in the recovery space. If you or a loved one are struggling with substance use disorder, please contact us today by calling 864-787-3798 or by visiting www.freedomrecoverycenterofgreenville.org. Now let's get ready to hear another amazing podcast with your host, Mike Todd. I wanted to talk just a little bit today about what is recovery. Um, I know that uh, like many years ago, Uh, you know, some 30 years ago when I first came into recovery that, uh, you know, for me, uh, recovery meant that, you know, you were probably going to one of those anonymous programs. You had a sponsor, you were working the steps. Um, and it, you know, really, if you weren't doing that, you really weren't in recovery. And and that doesn't listen. I'm not saying this to down any of that. Listen, that is definitely recovery. That's that's recovery. You know, doing all that, going to going to uh, an anonymous group uh, or or a recovery group, and getting a sponsor, working the steps, uh, doing all that. That is that that's absolutely recovery. Uh, you are definitely uh, better in your life. You're uh, bringing about some accountability, um, you know, you're getting honest with yourself and, and all that. So that is definitely, don't get me wrong, folks, that's a form of recovery, okay? No doubt about that. Uh, but in the last few years, uh, we have to realize, especially in the numbers came out from 2020, and it's obvious we have lost over a hundred thousand people uh to overdose. And I love uh some of the other definitions of recovery uh that are out here. That uh, I, I I'll say this. I think we've got to continue to strive and work and get creative. Uh, in the realm of recovery and and whatever that means to you. And like, for me, it means just doing things that better my life, uh, doing things that um, 
keep me accountable, that just that just make my life better. When I'm doing those things, I'm in, for me, I'm in recovery. And for me, it does involve a 12-step program, and it involves meditation. It definitely involves exercise. Um, it definitely involves a spiritual aspect for me. It has at times in, in my recovery and revolved around some sort of medication. I have had that at times. And so what I'm trying to say is, is, is when we say there's a lot of pathways, there are a lot of pathways to recovery. Um, there are a lot of ways that, will, that can better our lives, um, whether it's going to church, whether it's uh, getting a are hanging around with RCO, what we call recovery community organizations, getting a recovery coach, getting a peer support specialist, someone to kind of help us figure things out, right? And, uh, I mean, that's that's what recovery is. I think for so long we put recovery in a box and um, – but, you know, I don't think that it, we did that because we were bad people. I don't think that we did that, you know, because we were, we were being selfish and we wanted it all to ourselves. We just didn't know anything else. We didn't know anything else uh, other than what was out here. You know, I can remember in the late 80s and, you know, trying to figure out my pathway and trying to figure out different ways to try to get better. I tried a lot of different things and, you know, I mean, and yeah, uh, you know, the 12, a 12 step group worked for me. A 12 step fellowship definitely worked for me. Working the steps definitely worked for me. 90 means in 90 days definitely worked for me. And I'll be frank. I'll just be really frank. There wasn't a lot of anything else out there uh, to help someone. Um, back then, uh, we, uh, I, you know, in the Myrtle Beach area, we had a little, uh, what is it, an intensive outpatient that was, you know, kind of there. And um, that was really kind of kind of new back then. Um, I did attend that. But I just, you know, one thing that like, if anybody's listening, so so one thing I, I would I don't like really like to make a lot of like suggestions and stuff. But one thing I would suggest if you're trying to figure this out, if you feel like you may be drinking too much or you feel like you just you need to do something different, um, involve someone else who has had success in long term recovery. Um, someone that you can relate to, someone that you can trust, whether it be a sponsor, whether it be a, a recovery coach, whether it be a peer support person, whether it be a mentor at church uh, who has been through this, whatever it may be. Because one of the one of the cool things that I got that I got from like the Narcotics Anonymous steps is you look at them and they all begin with we, right? They all begin with we. And what I had to realize regardless was like that I could not do this alone. That That's the main thing that I had to, one of the main things that I had to come up with 
right off the bat. I had to find someone or a group of people that had had success at periods of time, times in recovery. And um, I love the way they told me to take what I need, what I needed and, and to leave the rest or take what I could use and leave the rest. Um, that, that kind of stuff worked for me because like, I think if I would have come in to a group of people or come into any kind of organization, they would have said, you got to do it this way. You got to do this. You got to had all these rules and regulations and, um, this is the guy you need to listen to. And I mean, I, that would have, that would have never worked for me. I think that the way that what I found was the only thing that could work for me. Um, you know, they let me figure out God on my own terms and, um, things like that. So I just wanted to like, just, uh, Talk about that. You know, what is recovery? Um, it's personal. It's anything that will help you better your life, whether it be housing, whether it be medication, whether it be meetings, whether it be any of that. So I just wanted to share that. I hope if you're out there and you're searching and you're looking, hey, just grab some folks. Go to go to a recovery community organization here in Greenville. We have a fantastic one. It's called uh, Favor Faces and Voices of Recovery Greenville. Of course, we have Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, we've got some really cool like Dharma uh, recovery, which is like involves a lot of meditation and things like that. And you know, just. Just participate, ask questions, go and figure out like what works for you, um, what helps you, what helps better your life, you know, what helps you be well in life. And remember, there's a lot of people out here that want to help you, that want to encourage you and want to see you do well. So Mike Todd, Recovery First Podcast. Thanks for letting me share just a little bit about what the heck is this recovery. So 30 years ago, when I first came into recovery, we didn't have recovery housing. If someone was seeking recovery and maybe coming to meetings and didn't have anywhere to live, we'd basically try to help them find somewhere to live. And, and that's how it all started. It, we all started basically living together and keeping each other accountable um, in recovery. Now, as the years have gone through, um, it's basically turned into an industry. And with that industry, there comes a lot of challenges. Um, there's a, quite a bit of exploitation. Um, you know, you're dealing with a very, very vulnerable population. So that's the reason that we started the South Carolina Recovery Housing Association to help providers, to help other recovery housing operators, to help mentor them, um, to help to advocate for them, 
And one of the things that we did right off the bat was we started getting the locks on into all recovery housing in South Carolina. We were very fortunate to get a grant from the Clinton Foundation and some help from the Recovery Advocacy Project and Challenges Inc. and Favor Greenville. And, you know, all of them combined have helped the South Carolina Recovery Housing Association to begin getting the locks on into all recovery housing in South Carolina and to help train their residents on the use of naloxone. We believe that is the first standard uh, that we need to accomplish in South Carolina. Recovery housing operators are a very valuable resource to those suffering from substance use disorder in South Carolina and we want to advocate for them, train them, mentor, and just work with them with whatever needs that they may have. If you want to get in touch with us, it's screcoveryhousing.org.